So last night, I was talking to Michigan, and she brought up that it was a no-hitter, but it wasn't an, what she would call an official no-hitter. And I understand where she's coming from. You have, what, they have four pitchers last night? You know, Javier pitched the first six, nine strikeouts. They got as a team, I think they got 14 strikeouts and three base on balls. Gumbo Chef has joined the house. Gumbo Chef has joined the house. My workout man. The guy with the green thumb. The acting extraordinaire. He is everything wrapped up into one. And I would ask him the same thing. When you consider it a true home run, I wanted to ask, I wanted to ask Lanker because he's my baseball guy. Hal is, of course, an Astro fan and Dom, so they're going to say, yeah, you know, I mean, hey, a, a, a no-hitter is a no-hitter. It doesn't matter if it's one guy, three, four guys. It's the second this season. And, you know, I mean, Presley finished it out. Bregman made a great play at third to close it out. And the Phillies go from seven hits, seven runs in game three with five home runs to nada and nada in game four. It's tied 2-2. Today you got Thor, who last pitched the 22nd of October. He pitched an inning and a third of shutout against the Padres against Justin Verlander, who could be pitching his last game ever in an Astros uniform. He's a free agent. I would think he'd resign. We'll see what happens. They got a five-run fifth. They had come in... With, I, th- I think, uh, wait, wait, yeah. First 15 innings, they had 10 runs. And going to the fifth, they've got 16 innings scoreless, the Astros. And they go put up five. And, you know, five, game one, they were up five, nothing. Game, t- they put up five in game one. They put game two up in game, game one, they put up five. And then they lost. Game two, they put up five and one. Game three, they lost seven, nothing. So I thought maybe they'd come back. No. They actually didn't get a base runner from the third to the ninth. Yeah, I mean, crazy. And the Astros had the most no-hitters through five innings during the regular season. 11 Yankees and Dodgers were tied with two. Thank you, Inside Edge, for that one. And the Phillies' bullpen went into the fifth inning. 12 and two-third innings, zero runs, four base on ball, 13K. Yeah, that was all over. A five-run fifth. That that hit the shitter. Yeah, crazy. They got their first base run in the ninth after, yeah, and that was another thing. All no-hitters matter. That's that's the hashtag I'm using. Yes, it doesn't matter if it's one or four. It's a no-hitter. Nobody got any hits. That's why I said to I said, they still didn't get any hits. I mean, think about that. There's been two combined no-hitters in Major League Baseball this year, with the first by the Astros in a game started by uh, Christian Javier on June 25th against the Yankees, and there was one against the Phils in a game started by Aaron Nola, who started... Yesterday, who pitched was was cruising through four and then gave up three straight base hits, and that was the end of the, the end of that. And then uh, Alvarez got hit by a pitch. Bregman had a two-run double, and then the yeah they scored five runs. That was it. I mean, Bregman's been a pretty damn good postseason. And Altuve came in, I think, getting one forty-nine when I saw him get the hit in the fifth. So I think he tried to get a little too cute with him. He wasn't able to hit anything, and then he, and, and he threw him a, a meatball, and that was the end of that. Yeah, Mattress Mac, two wins from $75 million, which is crazy. Crazy, yeah. So the guys combined, nine innings, three base of balls, 14 Ks. We'll see what happens there. Yeah, Aaron Ola, third pitcher to start multiple games where his team was no hit in a single season, including playoffs. 
So yeah, as I talked about, the Mets had a combined no hitter against them earlier this. Yeah, it, it was the Mets, right? Yeah. And 2021, Zach Plesac, three three games involved like that. And 73, Jim Perry, Gaylord's brother, had two. Yeah, Jason Sark said three no hitters in playoff his in the in postseason history. Two at Citizen Bank Park. Roy Halladay threw a no hitter in Game One against the Reds, and Dusty Baker was the manager back then, and Dusty Baker's the manager today. So two, two no-hitters in the playoffs. That is the second in World Series history. We, you know, 56, you had Larson, who threw the perfect game against the Dodgers in Game 5. And Bet MGM, a customer wagered $50 on the Astros to beat the Phillies, plus 250000 so he's going to win, he is going to win 125,000 if the Astros beat the Phillies so let's hope he loses and there was a bet too that you can bet on a team I think it was 75 to 1 odds yes 75 to 1 odds that one team would throw no hitter in this World Series and there were people took the bet I don't know how much they bet but 75 to 1 odds that there would be a no hitter thrown in the World Series so there you have it and yeah, I mean, it comes down to today, Verlander, Ver, I, I'm not putting a lot of hope in Syndergaard, but you know they can't be no hit to you. The last guy was Jan, Johnny Vandermeer, which was over 70 years ago. So I don't think that's going to happen again. I mean, it's also the World Series, and you know, they came in so hot. And I think that, you know, it's... It, We'll see what happens. It's definitely going back. Hal said he's getting tickets for Game Six. Of course he is. He's living. He is living the best life of anybody I know. Hal is living everybody's dream. He's living my dream, and he goes to all these great sporting events while his team is playing in it. And a lot of people are rooting against the Astros. They still consider them cheaters. I was talking to a doorman at one of my clients' buildings, and Maldonado had a bat from Pujols that was longer so you know was able to get more across the plate that they banned and he brought that up and I was like damn man they just can't catch a break and I mean they they were cheating I think all the teams cheat I've said this before but you know the Yankees I mean Lanker says that it's that he's still pissed about that and you know I mean shit I mean we'll see what happens you got game five tonight and you know it's actually a pretty busy night of sports Jalen Hurts is going to play in his hometown of Houston for the first time as Eagles quarterback and I saw that uh, Braden Cooks is personal reasons. He was pissed he wasn't traded, so he's not going to play. For every game he's inactive, he's going to lose about $29,000, which is crazy. But, you know, I mean, I could see you're upset, but why not play? I mean, you didn't, you didn't get traded. You're still an NFL player. You're still professional. Play the fucking game. I, I don't want to hear this, you know, personal reasons. You're upset you didn't get traded. You're not happy with the team you're playing with. I understand. But you're getting paid to play a game. And I'm sorry, I, I wouldn't throw away $29,000 ever. And I just feel it's kind of pathetic. Yeah, it really that that pisses me off. People are struggling to survive, and you're gonna you're gonna turn down twenty nine thousand dollars, make yourself inactive for personal reasons. Get a set of balls and play the fucking game. I remember we did a play, and there was a guy who wasn't gonna do it. He said he wasn't feeling good. I ripped him to shreds. I said, you know what? You're getting paid as an actor. There are people who would kill to have this job. And, you know, he wasn't feeling that good. I go, dude, unless you're dropping dead, get on the fucking stage and do the fucking performance. And I think he did. And everybody was shocked they said something to him. But I was really pissed because we, sh- you know, I mean, especially now, man. You know, you have, you know, I, you know, 
seeing people acting and 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 athletes and he, this is this is not this is not this is a privilege this isn't a right to play the games and i don't need to hear brandon cooks oh you know my brandon get traded to this. shut the fuck up get on the fucking field and play the fucking game I'm tired of this shit Throw some fucking balls, Brandon Cooks. Get on the fucking field. You're playing professional football. You know, you didn't get traded. Boo-hoo. You're on a team. Yeah. Horse shit. That's what I call that. And then, and now, what is it? I was talking to Javi. Javi and I have had a connection. We always talk net stuff. I know Ethan doesn't think there's a lot of net fans out there. Javi is a true one. And I said, would you trade everybody? Because, you know, start all over. And he goes, we came so close. I go, did you really? And he brought up an interesting point that Giannis landed on Kyrie's foot and it, he said it's happened on numerous occasions he told me I need to watch the Redeem team because I, 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 what, I underst- what, I, what I got from him is that he is not a huge he wasn't a Kobe fan but after watching that just the grit and relentless, relentlessness of him and I still talk about you know the, the Dream Team was going to practice I think they were going into breakfast in the morning and Kobe comes out from doing his own workout before breakfast and Chris Paul was like, holy shit, man. I mean, uh, wow. I mean, I guess, you know, I'm not putting enough work in. I mean, Kobe was doing workouts before the actual workouts of the team on his own. Was doing his own workouts before. It came out like soaking wet. And so I have to watch it. He told me I have to watch it. I will watch that. I'm going to probably watch it. I'll watch it tomorrow. And he says, I don't want to spoil it or anything. But we were talking about, you know, I mean, Kyrie. I mean, you know what, Kyrie? The basically the thing I'm saying is, you post something, you post a documentary that uh, w- 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 which says "Wake Up Black America," and some of the stuff he said, you know, it, he 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 leads the NBA in playing minutes this year, 309. KD has 302 now. Durant, uh, KD has 302, and Harden is 296. But Harden just got diagnosed with a tendon injury. In his, I, I want to make sure I get this right because I, I don't like messing stuff like this up. But he, I just, re- this just happened. This just came through. Right foot tendon strain expected to miss up to a month. Now, Kyrie and Nets will each donate 500000 to causes and organizations that work to eradicate hate and intolerance in our communities. And Silver, Adam Silver is going to meet with Kyrie within the week, he said. Okay, we got that. The net and also the Nets did not pursue Quinn Snyder, but I still haven't heard Yudoka has been signed. Ime Yudoka, I have not heard that he's been signed. I'm waiting to hear from that. But Kyrie said, said, you know, you know, I am sorry. Uh, Kyrie said, I am sorry. You know, you know, he says, I'm not anti. I cannot be anti-Semitic if I know where I come from. And he says, where were you when I was a little kid? And I'm thinking, where's this going? They actually, PR guy cut him off. But he says, he takes responsibility, but no formal apology. Everybody wants a formal apology, but he takes responsibility. I don't know what else, in that respect, if he takes responsibility, does he literally have to say, I'm sorry? Because he posted a tweet. This is the thing. I, 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 and I'm speaking as a Jewish person. That he posted a tweet, but he didn't come out and say, anti-Semitics. Now, he's posting anti-Semitic responses on his own. He did post a link to a documentary that, you know, is anti-Semitic. He goes, I cannot be... So, he says he takes responsibility. So, okay. So, he's not, he's not the guy who's going to apologize. 
He says, he didn't mean to cause harm. Some of criticism of Jewish faith and community, for sure, aren't true in the documentary. Some points made in there, unfortunate. Some points made. I would think, this is the thing, and I talked about this with Javi. I said, you know what? He's getting paid to be a basketball player. So play basketball. But he's not going to change. And he said some stuff that just, wow. He thinks he's bigger than basketball, but basketball was pay, what pays the bills. And right now, all the shit you're doing off the court is affecting everything. Um, if you don't, even though you don't think it is, and you think you're the smartest man in the room, which you know Stephen A. Smith says, you know, like we're peons and he's smarter than all of us. And basketball is what's paying his bills. And Javi goes, who's going to sign him next year? Who wants that headache? Who wants that guy? If he, you're always worried he's going to do something off the court that's going to affect everything on the court. I know he's a scoring machine and everything, but I don't think he makes your team better. And he burns bridges everywhere he goes. Cleveland, he pissed every pissed off LeBron. Went to Boston, pissed off everybody there. And now they had a chance at a championship, and Harden didn't want to play with him because Harden was pissed that he get vaccinated and that he had to carry the team. And he was like, "Dude, get we got vaccinated. You can get that. Va- oh, but you know, stay, he has to stand by his beliefs and everything. And I know he's allowed to, but you're getting paid a shitload of money to play basketball." Your team's going to win a championship. The window's always small, and poof, it went away. So I understand what he's saying. Giannis landed on his foot, and he says it happened in other occasions where he seems to land on people's feet on more than one occasion. I just don't look at Giannis as that kind of player. But I understand what he's saying. I don't know if that would have if it would have made a difference. Would they have won a championship? I, I don't know. But it's a point that I took. I said, Javi, you're the basketball guy. I'm going to let you speak your speak say what you and I, I respect your opinion. I respect what you have to say to me. I said you always bring good stuff with me and I really yeah like who's going to want him next year and, and then and then I so I watched this three and a half minute video he said he's read the Oxford Dictionary knowledge is power he said reading is a superpower which I understand I agree we read whatever but the way he says it but he thinks he's that important why did he have to post it in the first place he stands on the truth proud of who he is he studies he says if you want to trick a black person put it in a book and he says, well, yeah, he, he goes, where I'm going and where I came from, like a tree with roots. Like, you know what? It always makes me think of when I hear people talk like this, like in History of the World, he goes, I'm a stand-up philosopher. She goes, a bullshit artist. And when someone talks in these kind of like, talks like this to me, or with the dictionary, like I read the dictionary, great, I, I read a lot. It makes me think of that, a standard philosopher, and it makes me think of in Goodwill Hunting, where Matt Damon's character, like, like he got ripped by Rob Williams, says, you can tell me everything out of book, but have you lived, you know, just because reading, and I'm not saying he hasn't lived things, but he has to tell everybody, oh, I've read, um, you know, uh, reading is, I'm, I'm glad. But he also said that, you know, and, and I, I, you know, he just nobody talks like that. And, you know, he said, where were you when I was a kid and I had to deal with all this stuff? And listen, I'm not going to, I'm not, I'm not going to, I'm not going to, yes, slavery, whatever. But I I have, I have, uh, I have family in the Holocaust. That hasn't kept us down. Yes, we know what happened and we move on from there. But, you know, he talks about it like, you know, sometimes I feel like this is the thing. This is what I said to Javi. Everybody is racist toward another group of people. If they aren't, if they say they aren't, they're full of shit. Everybody has judgments of other, of other nationalities, of other cultures, whatever. And if they don't, they're fucking full of shit. Everybody. Everybody. He may not be anti-Semitic, whatever, but everybody has judgments on other people. And nobody is above it. 
So you can throw, everybody has it, everybody can say one thing, and everybody posts something and everything, but when you post it, maybe you should think before you post the goddamn thing on the internet. That's just me. I don't think it's something he needed to post, but he's trying to open everybody's eyes. No, dude, you're not MLK. You're not this. You're not some grand. You're not some, you're not some guy who's like, you're a basketball player, dude, who thinks he's more than that. Basketball is what pays your, pays. And dude, so stop playing and post all you want and do whatever you think you're making social change and everything. You're a role model and role models don't post shit like that. They don't. They don't. That's not stuff you post. You know what? You just don't. And we're never going to get an apology from him. He's never going to change. You know, I was talking, yeah, I, yeah, I was, we, we were going back and forth, Javi. He said, don't even get me start, started on the, on the Yankees, which, you know, so I said, that's for another day. But we really were talking and really, you know, just opening up, like, it, it was a really good conversation. I said, I, I wish you were on the show because, uh, you know. And he just said, I'm, d- I'm done with it. He goes, that's the main thing on the sports page. I want to read about sports, and it's all about Kyrie. He said, I feel like we're past this. I feel like a society, we're so goddamn sensitive. So sensitive. Everybody's politically correct. You can't, God forbid you say the wrong thing or anything. And it's like, like let it go. I mean, the Nets obviously aren't suspending him. Now, Adam Silver has to meet with him because Adam Silver posted something. And, you know... I wanted to see, I was like, well, okay, so he said, Kyrie Irving made a reckless decision to post a link to a film containing deeply offensive anti-Semitic material. While we appreciate the fact that he agreed to work with the Brooklyn Nets and the Anti-Defamation League to combat anti-Semitism and other forms of discrimination, I am disappointed that he has not offered an unqualified apology and more specifically denounced the vile and harmful content contained in the film he chose to publicize. I will be meeting with Kyrie in person in the next week to discuss this situation. So that's what they want. That's what people want. Like, you know, you know, that's the thing. He's not going to change. Like, he doesn't think anything of it. Like, oh, I'm just posting truths, facts, things that people need to be exposed to. He goes, there's, then he goes away from anti-Semitism and he said there's other anti. Yes, but we're not talking, we're talking about what you posted, dude. I can't talk about it anymore. I just think, you know, I I think they'd be better off, you know, they're talking to him, and then he goes on this rant about where were you when I was a little kid and everything. He doesn't get it. He just never doesn't. He doesn't. And they hint, why is he put on a pedestal? That's what I keep saying. Why is he put on a pedestal? Why is he above all this? Why do they feel, I, I don't get it. And you got KD, who's a superstar, who has got the thinnest skin in the world and seems like everything bothers him, and... They're not going to win a championship. Ben Simmons is a shell of the player he used to be. I say trade him. You can get draft picks. Someone's going to give you a lot of draft picks and rebuild the team, and you'll build a team that Brooklyn will be proud of and Javi will be proud of. And that's all i got to say on that. I can't, I, I'm not talking about this anymore. So I'm done with that. Yeah, that's it. The Knicks, 10 turnovers, 10 points in the third quarter last night. They lost 112-99. Trey Young started 2-for-12 in the first quarter. He finished the game, what did he shoot yesterday? 7 for 22. 2 for 7 for 3. 17.6 rebounds, 7 assists. But DeJounte Murray, 36 points, 4 rebounds, 9 assists. He had a monster day. Fournier, 1 for 6, 1 for 4, 3, 3, uh, 1 for 4 and 3, 3 points in 19 minutes. And Mitch Robinson only played 19 minutes. They were, he said, Tibbs was saying that he was trying to find a, a combination to work yesterday. I saw Toppin at 12 
points in 18 minutes. And and Treetop, happy birthday. I sent him a birthday video. He said, I'm a goof. I said, of course I'm a goof. I am. I'm a goof. But I'm a good goof. I'm a happy goof. I'm glad you liked it. And the Nets, yeah, the Knicks <laughs> lost. They play at the Sixers on Friday without Harden. Saturday, host Boston. Monday, they're at Minnesota. They're 3-4. and four. First home loss of the year. They blew a 23-point lead. Third largest blown lead in a loss over the last 30 seasons. And from the desk of Matt Williams, who's our research producer at ESPN, over that span the last 30 years, Knicks led by 23 points and lost in five games in, the, in 30 years. Three of those have come in the in calendar year 2022, which is kind of crazy. Brunson had 20 points, five assists. Barrett, 19 points, four rebounds, five assists. Quickly had 11 points. I think 16, yeah, quickly, quickly had a, a game yesterday. Quickly, that's that's the guy who I, I just feel like quickly is a player. But I, I have his stats wrong and I need to, I, I, I type really fast sometimes. Yeah, he had 11 points, 16 rebounds, 4 assists last night in 29 minutes. But they were saying how, you know, I mean, you know, I mean, forty-eight—that was a great eighty million dollars, guys. Great, great pickup. He's been—he's been shit. Yeah, he's been shit. Oh, and uh, Murray also had Dejounte Murray had six steals. Hawks won the third period, thirty-two ten, went on a sixty-seven twenty-six run, and that's the ball game. But yeah, Young is not a good shooter. Seven for twenty-two. I didn't really. I mean, it takes a lot of shots too. Thank God they have Murray. I mean, you know, I mean, and his shooting has not gotten better. Which I would be like, we got to fix this. This is, you know, uh, one of our stars. We got to fix this stuff. Yeah, and then I saw this from StatMuse that Randall Julius Randall per thirty-six minutes is averaging twenty points, ten rebounds, forty-two percent from the field, twenty-one from three, seventy from the line. Where Obi over the last two seasons, twenty-two points, eight rebounds, fifty-two percent from the field, forty-six from three, and a hundred percent. That can't be from the foul line. What it's, that's what it looks like. Yeah, that that seems impossible that he hasn't missed a free throw the last two years. That's that that's, that can't be true. And he's a minus one eighty when he's on the court, Randall, where Obi is a plus one eighty four. Yeah, that that stat's not right. When I saw that fifty two forty six, I don't even know what Obi Toppins. Yeah, I I didn't know he he's that good a foul shooter. That I was like, Obi Toppins stats. Yeah, I got. I got to look this up. What is he shooting from the foul line this year? He is free throws. He is. Yeah, I'm trying to find. Well, why is it not giving me the free throw percentage? That is not what I was looking for. Yeah, it's it's showing free throw percentage. He is seventy five percent. Oh, this year he's a thousand percent. He hasn't missed a free throw this season. But last, uh, first year he shot 73% for the line, last year 75%. All right, so I guess he's not doing that. He's not having a bad year. Free throw shooting this year. Okay, that's good. Yeah. Oh, he's taking two free throws this year. Well, that's why he's a thousand percent. Yeah, but he's. Yeah, I mean, that's what they're saying. And they can't have the guys in the court at the same time. We'll see what happens. But, but, um, Mark Treetop is a huge Toppin fan. He played at Dayton. Well, you know, that's where he went to school, so he's a big fan of Toppin. Yeah. 
Yeah. So I talked about that. Talked about Harden. How about the Cavs? Six and one. The only loss. It was the first game of the season. They beat the Celtics 114-113 last night. Two. They've won both games so far against the Celtics. They're six and one. Boston fell to four and three. Garland, who had an eye injury, he got hurt the first game of the season. At twenty nine points, twelve assists, three steals, five for eleven from three, and. Tatum had 26 points for the Celtics, 12 rebounds, 6 assists, 4 blocks, game-tying bucket, and then a game-saving block to send it to overtime, but 6-1. and one. Wow. Playing some good basketball right now. Now think about, think about Garland and, and Mitchell now in the same backcourt for the Cavaliers. And the Bucks won 116-91 over the Pistons. They're 7-0. Pistons fell at 2-7. Giannis had 13, 32, 12 rebounds, 5 steals, and 2 blocks. He's just a machine. Yeah, Jalen Brown had 30 points, eight, 8 rebounds, 4 assists. Mitchell had 25. Playing good ball, 6-1, and one, man. They're getting it done. And Pistons in the loss. Isaiah Stewart had 16 points, 10 rebounds, and assists, and a block. They're just not playing good ball lately. And Doncic has seven, seven straight 30-point games to start the season. last guy to do that was Wilt. He's only 23. They won 103-100 over the Jazz. They improved to 4-3. The Jazz fell to 6-3. He had 33 points, 5 rebounds, 11 assists in the win. Unbelievable, man. That's crazy, right? I mean, he just gets it done. I mean, he just gets better and better, and he's only 23. Good God. If he gets a good team around him, forget it. Forget it. Forget it. And G League salary is over 40,000, 40,500 of them, 37K. Since forming a union in 2020, G League salaries have increased by over 5,000. So good for them. Get paid. Make that money. Yeah, and former Spurs psychologist sued the Spurs and Josh Primo. She alleges that Primo exposed himself to her nine times beginning in December 2021, but the Spurs failed to act, but she informed the team in January 2022. This is from Shams uh, Charania, and I was like, wait a minute. So it happened nine times starting in December 2021. Why did she, like right away, she waited till January 2022 to inform the team, and now she's suing the team and, and Josh Primo. I'm thinking if it happened nine times, at least, why did it take over a year to inform the team? Maybe once, okay. If it happens a second time, then fuck you, I'm saying so. Three times, but nine times, and and she said the team didn't react, didn't act on it? I, I'm confused because it says she informed the team after a certain time, so I'm like, something's something's not making sense here. So, and and it, it, the more I, I'm like, uh, I don't know what's going on here, but yeah, something happened that wasn't good. I, I don't I don't get what's going on. It's it's a mess. When I just saw Spurs, what did he just say? Spurs, yeah, this is what I want to see. I just saw. I just saw something with the Spurs. Uh, Buford. I wanted this. I just saw something with Buford. I'm like, I, I, I gotta see what's going on here because it, it's messy. It's messy. Yeah, I just saw something. The Spurs, we disagree with the accuracy of facts, details, and timeline presented today. While we'd like to share more information, we will allow the legal process to play out. Our organization remains committed to upholding the highest standards and will continue to live by our values and culture. That's the Spurs Sports and Entertainment CEO, R.C. Buford. Okay. So, obviously something... Well, Michael Thomas is going on IR for the, for the Saints. That's not good. We'll see what happens. Yeah. Lakers beat the Pelicans, 120-117. Lonnie Walker, 28. LeBron, and 80 at 20. Zion at 27, 7 rebounds, 5 assists. 
The Lakers are now two and five. Congrats to them. Pelicans are four and three. Warriors are not trading Draymond Green. Of course, they're not going to trade Draymond Green. You know, come on. Victor Oladipo not close to making a season debut. I saw Brian Windhorst said this, uh, recovering from knee injury for the Heat. So I don't know when the hell he's going to come back. We'll see what happens. Yeah, Harden this year averaging 22 points, seven rebounds, ten assists, uh, steal a game. And he's 44% from the field, 92 from the free throw line. That's going to hurt them. That's going to hurt them. Yeah, we'll see what happens. Gonzaga, in early, early talks to join the Big 12, but they don't have a football team. So they're going to just join for basketball, rest of sports? I mean, it would definitely elevate the basketball, the conference. I think that's a great move. That's a big conference for them. But is Gonzaga going to get a football team in the next couple of years? I don't know. I mean, we'll see what happens. And five-star recruit Kentucky commit Rob Dillingham leaving Yee School and signing with Overtime Elite. You know, with all anti- another guy with anti-Semitism. I saw that. And Louisville men's college basketball. Two years probation, fined 5000 Former coaches Rick Pitino and Chris Mack avoided major, major penalties. Are we shocked about that? No. Not even fucking close. And then my Jets. The Jets are an 11.5-point underdog to the Eagles. I mean, to the Bills this Sunday. And Michael LaFleur on Zach Wilson. He said it's not all, not all, not all on him. No, no. Ultimately, it's on me. To make sure this whole offense is making the right decisions and not having a quarterback, or this is me paraphrasing and talking, saying my piece, and not having him throw stupid fucking interceptions every goddamn game and blaming the offensive line and not taking blame for himself and playing like a guy who's in his second year and I know he's been injured, but not making the jump as a quarterback when your team, you know, listen, he didn't do shit in the four previous games, one touchdown pass, and they finally needed him to make some plays and he showed that he couldn't. And he might have thrown for 300 yards for the first game ever in his career, but it was a hollow 300 yards, did nothing when it counted, and the Jets needed, needed plays, and they didn't get it. The offense sucked against the Pats, against a team that gave up 33 points to the fucking Bears. And should have given up 40, got blown out of Monday Night Football, comes into the Jets, and has won 13 in a row. Now you got the Bills coming in with Josh Allen with a shitty second half. They're going to be pissed off, and good God. It's going to be ugly. I think it's going to be ugly. I really do. I'm concerned about the Jets because I'm concerned about this offense. They lost Brees Hall. They didn't get any running game going with Carter and Robinson. They what the hell's going on with Elijah Moore? Corey Davis is injured every goddamn game. They don't. And you know you're going. Elijah Moore needs to get some. You got Garrett Wilson. Get Elijah Moore into the program. I'm sorry. Berrios is not Elijah Moore. Elijah Moore can go on any goddamn play. And yeah, Lafleur. This is what you do. I'm tired of hearing this shit. You know, oh, it's what's on me, whatever. We'll do it. It's time to get shit done. Let's get shit done, all right? More targets work on the running game. Jason Keenan Allen could miss time. Hamstring injury got worse during bye week, which means he's going to be out for a while. And I saw this. U.S. Attorney's Office in Eastern District of Virginia opened criminal investigation into allegations commanders engaged in financial improprieties. Sources confirmed the ESPN. Yeah, that sounds like that could go on for quite a while. Now, Michael David Smith... I saw this Rams blaming injuries, but this year's struggles related to win now moves made last year. He said they'd have more depth if they if they had picks. They traded for Stafford and Von Miller, who's now with the Bills. Yeah, but they wouldn't have won last year without Stafford and Von Miller. And you're telling me they wouldn't have won with Jared Goff. I'm sorry. Jared Goff is not that guy. So I hear that and I hear a lot of talk, a lot of air that so what? You know what? That's what teams do. They'll win now, and they won now. They weren't a team that was going to go. You know, listen, they shouldn't have won last year. They won last year. Bengals should have won the world, won the Super Bowl. They didn't. 
And I, I think Stafford is actually, you know, taking a step back this year. He's throwing a lot of interceptions, a lot of interceptions, a lot of pick sixes. He's not that guy. Yeah. Yeah, Michael Thomas, he's hurt all the goddamn time. All the goddamn time. And he was, yeah, you know, listen, he was, had played a couple games this year, played pretty well, but Ray Guy, I saw 72, I saw 73, seven-time Pro Bowler, career average of over 42 yards a punt. Only three of his 1,049 punts were blocked. 22 years it took him to get in the Hall of Fame in 2014. Seven-time finalist since 1992. Long illness, 14 years of the league from 73 to 86 with the Oakland and, and L.A. Raiders. Three Super Bowls, he won Super Bowl 11, 15, and 18. So he won with, he won, he won with Stabler, he won with uh, Plunkett. All pro six times, most career punts all time, 1,049. Three times led in gross point average. Was the first punter ever to go in the first round of the Southern Miss. Drafted by the Braves, Reds, and Astros. Madden said he threw harder than Stabler. I think he went out when he first got there and went out with the D-backs. He said, I could play defense. They said he was that good an athlete. And uh, the Ray Guy Award is named for the best college football punter. It was created in 2000. He, nobody was like him, man. He was an athlete. He's, he's in the Hall of Fame, which he should be. What can you say? I mean, he, 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 phenomenal, phenomenal athlete, and sucks. Seventy three is too goddamn young, too too young. Yeah, yeah. K makers returned to practice on Thursday. That's another one complaining about you know you know left the team and now he's back with the team. They didn't trade him because he's too talented. You know, I mean, they know he can play, but all these guys, man, all these Davis, just play, dude. Just play the fucking game, okay? October, October NFC Players of the Month. Gino, Offensive Player of the Month. And rookie Offensive and Defensive Player, also from the Seahawks, Ken Walker III and cornerback Tariq Woolen. What do you have, four straight games with interceptions? The kid out of Texas San Antonio, he's a beast. He reminds him of Richard Sherman. Bradley Chubb, signed with the Dolphins, wearing number two. Five years, $119 million extension, $63 million guaranteed. They're talking Super Bowl, man. They are talking Super Bowl. They are, listen. Two was talking, how's my deep ball? He's got great wide receivers. You know, I mean, it's better for them to start, you know, peaking later than early in the season. Let's see what they can do. We shall see. Time will tell. Aaron Glenn said, tough week. You know, defensive back coach Aubrey Pleasant was fired. He said, Dan Campbell's decision, and he supports him. Dude, you guys are one in six. You you were on on hard knocks. I expect, I, I love Dan Campbell. Well, it's all gone to shit. And I don't know if they can repair things. And Goff's going to be replaced. I mean, it's it's a mess. It's you know. And we're going out tonight for dinner with two roommates of Michigan's from Michigan, and one of the husbands. I mean, grew up in Michigan, and he is a big. You know, they're all Lions fans, but he goes, they're never good. They aren't. I got to talk about. Got to talk to Scott tonight about that stuff. Josh Allen, different handshake with all of his players. I thought that was kind of funny. Yeah, it makes it look effortless. This was wild from Reddit College Football. Cal. It's the number nine USC this Saturday, last scheduled game. I saw Bill Walton's not happy about you know UCLA going to the Big Big Ten. He'll get over it. That's a much better basketball conference. You'll get over it. M- much better. Much better football and basketball. But USC and Cal is their 109th meeting. USA, USC has played them more than any other opponent. USC against Cal, 71 wins, 32 losses, 5 ties. Cal hasn't had a road win against an AP top 10 opponent since 1951 they, when they won at number 3 Stanford. 1951. Long time before I was born. So, this and this could be the last time they meet because they're leaving, they're not scheduled to get next, next season and in 2024 they go to the Big Ten. But I thought that was kind of interesting. And Tennessee at Georgia, beginning of the season, the get-in price was 197. 
It's now up to 626, even passing Michigan at the dump this year, which is at 519. It was from 197 to 626, and the most expensive ticket right now is going for $5,233. $330 on Saturday. Yeah, I mean, hey, I mean, I still think it doesn't have every year Michigan. This is a game that just like landed on us. I mean, Tennessee hasn't been good in a while. And Georgia, defending national champion, 15 players to the draft. Okay. And I did see that Eagles going, that Davis, their first-round pick out of Georgia, is going on the IR. And that's going to hurt them because he was, he, was, he was playing well for the Eagles. I saw that, that Davis is going to the IR. Just made me think about that. But, hey, you know what? If you can get it, go for it. That's going to be a hell of a game. And the Duke's Mayo Boat looking for a national search for Mayo dumpers because the last year's Mayo dumpers didn't meet the standard. So, I, I, hey, I hear you. I hear you. Maybe I should apply for that. And Alabama landed five-star quarterback Julian Sayan, number 14 overall, number two quarterback from California. The last guy they got from California was Bryce Young, who won the Heisman last year. So if Young leaves this year, which he probably will, you'll have Jalen Milrow, Ty Simpson, and you'll have 2023 commits, Eli Holstein, Dylan Lonergan, and now, and then you're going to have, Jesus, I mean, (laughs) it's a lot of quarterbacks, man. But I guess everybody thinks they're going to be the guy that will take over the program. And how about this? The Sabres won last night. Only team in hockey with three seven-goal scorers on the roster. Tage Thompson has seven. Victor Olofsson had two last night. An empty netter, seven and eight. And Alex Tuck has seven. And Rasmus Dahlin, a defenseman, has six. Buffalo won last night, I think, 6-3. They're seven and three. 14 points. Pens fell to 4-5-2, and two, 10 points, six straight losses. Thank you, Rachel Hopmeyer, for that. And they had these white uniforms on last night. It looked like pajamas. I said, doesn't look like pajamas, Michigan? She goes, but I kind of liked them. I kind of liked the old one. And I liked the, the saber on the front. It was kind of like cartoonish, but in a cool way. Tage Thompson from Hopmeyer, she's, she, after the game, what was his fix, fifth, first big purchase? He got a $750 million contract. He bought a new truck, the Ram TRX, Starting price at eighty-one thousand. I saw it for over a hundred thousand. Hey, dude. Hey, he worked his ass off. I'm for it. Memphis Knights are retiring number five Lorenzen Wright's jersey. Jason Munns reported whether future players will be allowed to wear it will will depend on Little Penny. Little Penny. Demaria Franklin right now is has that jersey. U.S. Women National Team smart before the World Cup. In New Zealand, they're going to play two friendlies, January seventeenth at Sky Stadium and January twentieth at Eden Park. Those, you know, they'll get to see the World Cup venues before the World Cup, which I think is smart. White Sox, Pedro Griffal, the 42nd different manager, for, which I thought was interesting, the wording. The 42nd different manager for the White Sox because, oh, they brought back, they brought back, um, what's his name? La Russa. So 42nd different manager because he, he was, yeah, that's crazy. So Saints, Michael Thomas expected to miss the rest of the season due to needing toe surgery. Wow, that's not good. Wow, that sucks. Bateman's out for the season for the Ravens. Rashad Bateman will undergo foot surgery. That's 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 not good. That's not good at all. Nick Cannon is expecting his 11th child. Jesus Christ. Wow. Wow, that is that's nuts. I okay, I watched an episode of Blockbuster on on Netflix. No good. No, it's really not funny. I wanted to like it. I might give it another shot. but And Big Mouth, season six, I finished. Yeah, 
it's raunchy, but I feel the end it uh it, it's too much. Shares dating a 36-year-old music producer. I think that's awesome. Thunder fined 25,000 violated injury reporting rules when Giddy's availability wasn't disclosed in an accurate and timely manner on November 1st. Clippers were also fined when Boston Jr. and Diabate were listed as unavailable but played. Okay. Good for them. Cool, 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 cool. So, Brennan Cooks won't play for... Yeah, that's it. That's all I got for today. All right. How about some trivia questions? Let's get to some trivia questions. Okay. Last show's trivia question was... MAC team with the most overall program wins. Miami of Ohio, 674 wins. They have a Super Bowl winning quarterback in Ben Roethlisberger. They have a, a president of the United States, Benjamin Harrison, founded in 1888. 674 wins, 446 losses, 44 ties, a 5.89 winning percentage. Congrats to them. Today's trivia question, name the two pictures to be part of two combined no-nos in a career. Name the two pictures to be part of two combined no-hitters in a career, let alone a season. So I'm kind of giving it away. It's kind of a shitty trivia question. But you know what? You have... Eagles, Texans tonight. Knicks and Sixers tomorrow. Michigan's favored by 26 over. Rutgers will be there on Saturday. NC is at UVA. UNC is favored by 7. Bills and Jets, 11.5 point favorite the Bills. Bruins are at the Rangers tonight. Bruins are 9-1. and one. Rangers are 6-3-2. and two. Isles are at the Blues tonight. Six, they're 6-4. Six, six and four, the Isles. Blues are 3-5. and five. And App State, 5-3 and three at Coastal Carolina. App State is a 3-point favorite. Chris, I missed your birthday. I apologize for that, dude. I got Mark Treetop. Happy birthday. So, so is now kid I grew up with Harold. He goes by H. So I was like, oh, sorry, dude. I remember you as Harold, but you go by H. Congrats. Whatever. Gumbo Chef was here. I asked how his day was going. He's doing well in fantasy. You know, he, he kind of got destroyed with his running backs getting hurt. So one of his running backs he picked up had two yards rushing. And I was like, that's not a good day. Yeah, Michael Thomas... Expected to be out for the remainder of the season. Wow. Crazy. Crazy. All right. Everybody have a great day. Send my love to Michigan. My parents, Mrs. S. Going to dinner tonight. Got football tonight. Got hockey. I'll be watching football on my iPad. Everybody have a great day. Peace out. I'll talk to you soon. Adios.